Hello, I'm Angela. And I'm Marie, the second half of this mother and daughter team. Welcome to Chalker Checkups. We're here to guide you on your quest for spiritual knowledge and enlightenment. Okay. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. So I have chronic neck and shoulder issues and I feel like it's from too much working on jewelry or staring at my phone but you had a pretty interesting take on it and so why don't you share what you thought might be going on well I think that you like many people that I have worked with have a tremendous amount of energy in your chakra system that you're not using and you need to put that to use I think it builds up like a battery that's got too much of a charge and then that causes stress in the chakras in between your in your case in your neck and shoulders yeah so you're saying that just like creates tightness yes yes it's like an overload like an overloaded uh electrical circuit that starts to get really really hot okay it needs to flow somewhere it's not going where it should Yeah, so I figured your solution to this was fairly interesting, and I just figured we'd pop on and talk about it for anybody else that might be experiencing similar similar issues. What what should I? How do I expel energy? Well, my solution is that you start doing healing work, and even though you don't see yourself as a healer. I think that I found personally that I can wake up and not feel that great. And I sit down and I start doing some healing work. My energy clears. My energy improves. I feel better. I have a better day. Yeah. So I think that even if you may not be great at it initially, or you may not know whether or not you're great at it, you may actually be great at it that that might be a very good way to move that energy and release it, get your chakras flowing, improve everything in your chakra system and improve your whole health and overall system. Okay. So what kind of healing work are we talking about? Well, I'm talking about sending light and energy via remotely to someone that is been chronically ill okay so we're talking about what i do i'm considered like a um a medical intuit or a remote healer remote viewer and it is not that difficult to learn how to be a remote viewer or a remote healer they're kind of similar or almost the same thing so what i'm recommending is that people that have really a lot of psychic energy and even if you haven't had a reading you can kind of tell if you have a lot of psychic energy because things are active about about you and people i think that have that they they know that or you're having really high involved meditations or there's many things that might point to that then you could become a remote viewer a remote healer you have the latent ability already anyway okay So besides having like an intense meditation, though, 
if you're not very in tune with that world, what other signs would you have that you have like a built up energy charge? Well, if you look for people, I look at people when I'm looking at their charts and, and this is what brought me to this conclusion. There's some people that there's no reason for them to be chronically ill. Their diet's okay. They're exercising all right. There's no psychic disturbances in the, in their chart anywhere. Their doctors aren't particularly finding anything wrong with them. And yet everything is off. I know they're, maybe their stomach's not great. Uh, they're tired. They're, you know, they have congestion. They have allergies. They have inflammatory responses to things. They have pain. And it just doesn't seem to clear up. And when I and I've been thinking more and more lately about that. And I'm thinking a lot of times when I have see this profile right next to it, I'm looking at the profile of a really well-developed person who also isn't really choosing to do too much with all the power that they have. Maybe uh-huh. they they know they have it, but they've just decided to be an executive or they are busy with their kids or something of that nature. And I thought, well, this could be very good. Even if this person only spent 20 minutes a day actively channeling healing light and light and love energy to someone who needed it, that could be enough to move this energy to clear up a lot of these other symptoms and to have them feel better. Okay. I mean, it's an interesting theory, so I feel like it's worth a shot. So It's worth a try. I mean, what's the worst can happen? You're going to be moving more energy through your body. When you are breathing out light towards someone, the angels are sending light through you. So it is automatically cleansing and energizing, and it also is improving and amplifying the quality of what is going through you. If you have some stock or dark energy and you start doing healing, it starts clearing out. Yeah. It's sort of like if you have an old rusty pipe and you start running hot water through it, it's going to clear out to some degree at least. Yeah. So even if someone doesn't have a lot of powerful psychic gifts, this is something that like anyone could try or do, right? Yes. Yes. Because love and light and thought is something everybody has. Yeah. I think they have a lot. They may have a lot more than they think. But I guarantee you, everyone has love. Everyone has light. And everyone can think. Yeah. And they can focus. They may not feel like they're great at it. And they may not trust it. But that does not change the quality of it. Yeah. Okay. So... From what you've told me, the first steps is getting like some volunteers for remote healing. So I've kind of talked to a couple of my friends and uh, asked for their permission to do healings on them. And then sounded like you had kind of a list of people that you might send me as well. Or if somebody else needed wanted a name to practice on that you kind of have a list of people that need help. Yes. Yeah. And it's important. You do have a person's permission because 
even though you're just sending them love and light, I always think the person that you're working on, it should never be done without their permission. You should never go into someone's energy or try to change or uh, even if it's changing it by making them well uh, without their permission. No, is that just like a general, like I'm sending love to this person, like even if it's not in this form of healing? Well, you can do that. Uh, but I'm recommending like the the intention of healing. Uh huh. Okay. And actually, I, I I went and I called several people that I knew were ill and asked them if uh, they wanted to be healed. And one person said no. Yeah. So, you know, there you go. It is something that people have different opinions on, and it certainly is their right. So, I would feel really badly if I had not asked them, and then this person later said, "Wow, I didn't want that. <laughs> that would right. Be, that would be really." bad and awkward <laughs> yeah so it is important to ask okay so the the basic intention is for you to see and imagine feel light from your from your crown chakra the top of your head and your heart and maybe focus it with your eyes with your the idea of seeing it moving down your arms and into your hands and most people that have any healing ability at all when they do that they will feel either heat or tingling or both in their hands mm -hmm. if you just hold out your hand and you just think even right now i'm just breathing light and love and healing energy into my hands see when i do that right away my hands just start to get hot and I start to feel energy moving in my hands. 90% of the time when I ask someone if they feel that they say they do. So okay. the idea is to, to just breathe and focus on that. And now you have a handful of healing energy. So then what's next? What do we do with the handful of energy? <laughs> well, you get a white piece of paper, regular multi-purpose copy paper, you write that person's name in the left-hand corner of the paper. And then you either trace around a little paper cut out of a person or draw a little, you know, silhouette of a person. Mm -hmm. It'd be maybe about three quarters of the size of the piece of paper, you know, in height. And, and then I take my hand that I've now I've got the energy in and, and I think of it as, as gold light, but you could, might think of it as white light or blue light or all three. doesn't matter. Whatever you feel is appropriate is appropriate for you. So if you feel like you're sending brilliant blue light, that's good. If you feel like you're sending silver light, perfect. If you feel like you're selling gold light, green light, green is the heart. That's love. Whatever comes to you, that's okay. So then I put it on that paper outline and I say this is John Doe mm -hmm. and when you declare when you have their name on that and you declare that that little outline is that person that person that outline becomes that person's avatar uh-huh so and if it's somebody that you know um a friend or something could you also just use a photograph of that person I don't recommend that. I'd still just do the avatar on the paper. Why? 
Well, for one thing, you're going to be writing notes and things. You can write notes and uh, circles and arrows and, you know, uh-huh. and it's good to have that. And as you progress, you might add things or change things and you don't want to be writing all over your photograph. Yeah. Okay. So I was also going to see if you could just do a healing with a photo on your phone of someone you know as well. But you're saying it's just best to write it all down. It's not very complicated to make a little avatar. No, I know it's not. I'm just. <laughs> and it actually I don't know. It sounds much. like a lot of work, mom. <laughs> you were already asking for 20 minutes a day. <laughs> and you're asking me to ra- draw something down. This is a method that works. Okay. I'm not the only okay, person great. that. I'm I not just the only want person. <laughs> I'm not the only person in the world that does this. <laughs> this is <laughs> works. Okay. Avatar, I haven't tried John phones or, or, you know, one thing about a photograph, there's other things in the photograph. There might be birds or background or other people, trees, plants. There's a lot of living things in a photograph. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I, I just want you to focus on just the energy of this person. If you have a plain piece of white paper and an outline and you've declared it this avatar, then the only thing that's on that is that person. Yeah. And do you have to use heart energy when you declare the avatar as the person? It's a very good idea. Yes. Yes. You have to. Healing comes from the heart. Okay. So if you don't use if you don't use heart energy it's not very likely that they're going to receive a whole bunch of healing and it's also not very likely that you're going to have a great deal of improvement maybe well i don't bit. think that's what i meant but like as you're writing the name down on the piece of paper and declaring it like before you start the healing and stuff like do you need to do a meditation be like i'm you know, with more energy to declare the avatar? Well, before I work on someone, I always take a few minutes. I, I set with my palms up and, and usually, and I, I feel like I receive energy. And then I ask higher power if it's okay to do a reading on this pe- on this person, which, you know, because if I really feel like it's not a good time or I shouldn't do it, then I wouldn't do it. And I ask that person's angels and my angels to come and help me. Mm-hmm. And I asked to have everything that they need to hear at this time, whatever is best for their healing and whatever is going to help them to achieve their highest state of enlightenment. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking for those parameters to come to help me that kind of information. Because when I do a reading, even though it's mostly informational, I do want them to heal. I do want them to reach whatever high state of enlightenment they can reach. And, you know, whatever else their angels might want them to know. Mm -hmm. And then I proceed from that. And a lot of times when I ask that, I close my eyes and ask that, I will see like a beam of light. And that's partly informational, but I think it's also just the angels just tuning into you. Mm -hmm. All healing is really channeled through. It's all a mediumship practice. Mm -hmm. Moving the energy from a higher power through your angels, which are sort of like 
energy regulators through part of your your energetic system and then out your hands and then through the avatar and then person through their uh-huh. angels so that's what i i often say i'm just an extension cord in a way you really are you're just the the hookup between your angelic beings going through this avatar and then they go to their angels and it goes to them okay so it doesn't hurt to talk to the angels or talk to your higher power while you're doing that okay and you want as much feeling as you as you can you don't want to become the person or try to jump into the person's energy but you do want to you know wish them well and see it as heart energy loving energy love is healing uh-huh going to that person okay so we are connecting to our angels and putting our avatar on the paper then are we trying to do a scan to see kind of where they need healing energy sent you can do this various different ways but that sometimes that's a good way to start then you can take your hand and you can go over the the little paper avatar and start to scan back and forth with your fingers and it's very interesting you will feel different different things in different places on your little avatar and if you feel like a hot spot then you can stop and and just close your eyes and ask well what's going on there is that like is that a headache or is that um an injury or you know is that a stroke what is that Mm -hmm. is that something that i need to pay special attention to and you could even make a take a pencil and make a note and then you might go to another part of the body and try, you know, do that uh, there and, and then just go on down. And that's what I do. I'll go back and forth and I'll go over different things. And while I'm doing that, I'm talking to the angels. I'll say, well, this is interesting. What's going on here? Sometimes if I feel something, then I'll close my eyes and say, well, what does that look like? Sometimes it is easier to see things with your eyes closed than with your eyes open. Mm -hmm. So you close your eyes and just ask, what does this look like? And you will get an image. And then you might suddenly see like their heart or, or you'll get an image of them having an accident or an image of them falling out of a tree or something like that you can go oh my goodness they they fell out of a tree and they are hurt and this is why their back hurts or something like that right i don't know mom this sounds very complicated (laughs) (laughs) but you don't Um, have to do all of that i mean initially someone to start could just take their avatar and say i'm going to just send light to their head i'm going to send light to their shoulder oh wow when i'm doing this it feels like it should be blue light okay i'm going to send blue light to their shoulders i'm going to send gold light to their heart i'm going to send light to their stomach and you know their all their organs i'm going to send light to their low back and just do that and in the process of doing that couple things will happen one they will actually receive love and light wherever they are 
It doesn't matter. They can be in Australia and you can be in New York City. It won't make any difference. You will definitely be sending them love and light. And wherever they are, they're going to be in better shape when you're done than before you started. No doubt about it. Yeah. The other thing is as you're doing that, you are tuning your third eye and you are tuning your healing ability to become more precise and to become more aware. So every time you do that, you're going to start to see images more clearly and get a better idea and more sensitivity about your healing ability. Yeah, I think I just have no concept of the idea of images popping into my head where it it seems like even if I did get an image, it would be really hard to trust because it hasn't happened before. Well, how many healings have you practiced? None yet. (laughs) (laughs) That is the whole point. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Everybody has to take the first step. (laughs) You have, you, like many people, have this beautiful crown chakra with a huge amount of energy in it. And it's not moving very much in in any direction. And you have all this tension in your neck and shoulders. Right. But if you were moving some of this energy from your crown and and down through your throat chakra and into your heart and out your arms and, and hands to somebody that would establish this more flowing and moving energy and that would probably release a lot of that tension uh-huh. in theory. Okay. Well, yeah, like I said, definitely worth a shot. I know there are days and, you know, I think, well, my back hurts. What could I do? I could take an Exeteran or I could just do some healing work and they both are, have some amount of effectiveness, but it's probably a lot healthier for me to do the healing work than just take an exceteran yeah does your back actually feel better when you're doing that yes it does it mm-hmm. honestly does yeah cool i can sit down and do uh some healing work and i i don't i forget that i didn't even feel great i feel great afterwards yeah and if you're doing healing work and you're doing it properly you always feel better you don't feel wiped out you don't feel exhausted you don't feel like you took on anything you you feel better yeah how would you be doing it improperly well this is why i want people to do this remotely to start because a lot of times when your hands on someone it's very hard not to pick up something when you've got your hands physically on the person mm-hmm. um, and and you're just doing mental energy like i'm healing them because i say i'm healing them so i am kind of that <laughs> kind of attitude and you had your hands on someone then you might be taking more energy from them than you're giving them i've actually seen that happen sometimes (laughs) oddly enough sometimes the patient still feels better (laughs) because (laughs) their energy is moving (laughs) but that's not exactly what they came for (laughs) right how could you tell if you were taking energy from someone? Well, you well, you you won't feel that great. Okay, you, you know that's you're not what gonna... you're saying is that you feel more exhausted afterwards. Right, 
right you're just you're mucking up the works you're not helping them out any and you're not moving in cleanly so if you're if you have a clean intention and and you're and you're breathing and you're breathing heart energy uh and you're you know breathing light you're not gonna have a problem but sometimes yeah. there there have been cases of healers that they're just doing a lot of appointments to try to make a lot of money and they um they get tired and so they just go through the motions and they're not really working you know through it like they should and they get mucked up and i've more than once had to do work on on people in that situation so I know that can happen, you know, it doesn't happen a lot, but you know, it, it can happen. And the, the thing to avoid is just to, just to stay in your heart, focus on just sending light. Don't worry about if you are, or are not going to see something you don't know because you haven't practiced. Uh huh. And don't worry if you think you don't know where the light is going, it's going wherever you say it's going. Mm -hmm. So if you say this light is going to John Doe and he is going to heal, it's going to go to him. Thought forms are like heat seeking missiles. They're like guided heat seeking missiles. Mm -hmm. They go wherever the computer program tells them to go. You're saying it's going to him. It's going to him. Now, just like you fire off a missile and you may not see its its trajectory and it fall, going across the sky and finally getting to Australia, it still gets there. Right. And it's no difference. Except for healing's a little fast. It's too bad we don't have tracking information on this, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, the interesting thing is when you have someone live, uh, I've actually sat down many times and I will start to put energy on somebody's little avatar. And I say, well, you should feel this in a minute. Let me know when you do. And it seems to be about a minute and a half. And they say, oh, yeah, I feel that now. Yeah. And I don't tell them necessarily where I, I'm doing the work. And they'll say, I feel that, you know, I feel that in my abdomen. I feel it in my stomach, whatever. And that's right where I'm working. Mm -hmm. But you're a fairly well-practiced healer. And I'm a chronic overthinker. <laughs> yes, but I had a day one also. Right. And I don't know how you can get to me without a day one. Yeah. Unless the angels want to just magically dump a whole load of stuff on you when you wake up and da da <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. But I do think that things are happening at a more accelerated rate than they used to. And it took me an awfully long time to get to where I am. And I think that people now could do it in a lot less time. Plus, I didn't have any information to help me. That's what I was going to say. Like you did all of the the footwork for all of us. And now you have the guided tools that seems to be helping a lot of people accelerate their skills. Exactly. Like the person that called in who had been meditating for a week and then all of a sudden seemed to get a big uh, heart opening or connection with their angels and seemed very profound after a very short time meditating off of like the information that you gave them. Well, I think part of that is because if you know the information, you're not shocked or trying to repel it or 
frightened of what's going on or paranoid about it. You know, and for me, a lot of times things would happen and I didn't have any reference. So I would go, well, I don't know about that. Whatever that was, I better just kind of push that aside and think about that for a year or two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for a year or two. <laughs> oh, and uh, so it is helpful if someone's saying, oh, well, this is going to be like this. And, you know your angels yeah. might come and talk to you and so that's normal yeah that's normal right <laughs> it's nothing to worry about it's a good thing <laughs> it helps a lot same thing with this healing i'm telling you the way that it works a, a very good method it works it's i put a a bunch of people that had never done this in a room i had one woman that had cancer in another room right there and I just said, okay, there's a woman. Her name is Kathy. Just draw pictures and and just let's spend time and see what we can find out about her. And there was only about 20% of the people in the room that didn't get very much. Everyone got something. Mm-hmm. Um, there were many, many, many people, more than half of the people that got four or five things that they she came in uh this lady kathy came into the room and talked to all the people and there were more than half of the people got four or five things that she said were really helpful and some were very profound for her well and these were everyone's day one this was everyone's day one they had never done it they had some of them had never heard of it they had never tried it and they didn't think they had any ability so I don't believe it's really a very difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. Now, over years and years, I mean, I've gotten used to looking at many types of entities, many types of energy, what they mean, how they work. And of course, that takes a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. I'm just now today, I'm working on a woman that has two different ty- types of entities. I know this one entity has to do with one kind of behavior. This other entity has to do with another kind of behavior. And I can put all that into the reading and how it's affecting her physically and what we need to do about it and how we're going to heal it, how long that's going to take and all of that. And Mm -hmm. that's not something that you're going to pick up on day one. Right. But you might, if you did the same reading or did the same work on the person, you no doubt would go, whoa, what's going on in this throat? And what's going on in the side of her body? There's definitely something there. I definitely can feel it. And this doesn't seem that good. And you might think, wow, I think she's got a really upset stomach or some things like that. You would definitely get something. Mm -hmm. And then you can just say, okay, well, I don't know what it is, but I know what I can do. I'm going to send it. I'm going to send this gold light. So I'm going to ask my angels to help me to send as much gold light as I can. I'm going to breathe. Send that gold light. Breathe. Send that gold light. And as you're doing that, your energy is moving in a very positive, loving way. Some people are sitting at home. They're very spiritual people. They don't have a partner. They don't know how to connect with one. They're not moving the energy. They're alone. And 
this would be a way to actually start to move your energy into the universe. What do you mean by that? Well, if you're kind of contained, it's almost like being, if you're a spiritual person and for whatever reason, you're not out there, you don't want to go to bars or whatever to find the dating pool. You're, you've got all this lovely energy. You're not connecting with anybody. You might as well just be the, the yoga in the cave uh-huh. and expand it across a lot of space. How does that help me not be single anymore? <laughs> well, because it's going to attract to you when you, whatever energy you send out, you attract back to you. It's a universal okay. law. Okay. So you're sending love, light, healing, enlightenment out there. It's going to attract back to you the same. Okay. So it's sort of like a magnet. Okay. So you keep sending this out. It's going to come back. Okay. It's literally going to expand your horizons. And then if someone's really reclusive, they might think, well, I think this is a good day for a walk. And they'll walk smack into the partner they're meant to have. Okay. All right. So (laughs) walk me through this, the whole thing. Like if we're we're sitting down (laughs) with a piece of paper. (laughs) Okay. First now, thing, that, now that we've grasped the concept if we're all grabbing a paper walk us through what do we do okay step one procure yeah. paper and a pen. yeah <laughs> step two find some not really well people that were willing to have you practice on them okay either yeah. through relatives or whatever just get their permission and their name okay got it step three Decide you're going to do one a day, two a day, whatever, you know, you should probably not have more than four people. So you could go do one or two a day and then in rotation. Okay. Okay. That. Okay. You pull one out of the hat, the name, and you write it on the corner, left-hand corner of the paper and you trace your little outline of your person and then you breathe And you ask your angels to help to heal this person. And you ask that person's angels to come and help you heal. Because that person's angels knows that person very, very well. They know everything about them and they know everything they need. So you ask their angels to help you and you've got a stream of information. And then you put your hand down on the avatar and you just breathe some light into the whole person the whole little paper person and then i always say well now let me just see how you're doing and get a general feeling for and sometimes i feel like wow they feel pretty good or sometimes i feel like they this person feels scared or this person feels uh really ill or this person feels like they're scratching everywhere on their skin or whatever you feel Mm -hmm. and i make a note about that and then I just start to scan over from their head to their toe back and forth noticing if there's anything that I feel does it feel hot spot or does it feel like something's wrong and if I come across something like that I stop and I ask the angels what is this is this is this something uh, physiological or is this an energetic thing what's going on here if I was going to send light to this, what color light should I send to this? 
and I might make a note about that. And then I'll just go over, when I'm done doing that, I'll just start sending light. Now, I personally like to imagine like a ski scarf that's made out of shining gold with little blue and white specks of light in it that you okay. can see through. And I start to wrap it around them. So I'm like, okay, this one, they, they need one all around their head. So now it's like a turban of, of gold, like gauze or gold fabric all around their head. And, oh, and, okay, if, oh, I'm doing this one on Angela, so I better do a lot around her neck and shoulders. Uh -huh. And I just sit there with my hand, and I go around and around, and I picture in my mind gold going, like a scarf going around her neck and around her shoulders. And then, you know, wherever else, you, wherever you feel, oh, here's mm -hmm. a knee that needs some work. I'll put some around the knee. And then I'll say, okay, that's going to stay there and it's going to keep healing that person for several days. And when I feel that the time is done, I feel like the, I'll ask the angels to tell me when I've done it long enough, whatever time that is. It can be a minute. It could be 20 minutes. But I just trust what I get. Then I put that paper into an envelope, write that person's name on it, and set it aside. Okay. And then I think it's good to take a breath, get up, move around, and then wash your hands so that just to keep your energy clean. And so in case if you have picked anything up, it probably would be in your hands and you just wash your hands with some clear soap and water and go about your day. Okay. I'm here for it. It's interesting that you think that there's a possibility of picking something up from very remote. Well... There probably really isn't, but it's still a good idea to always wash your hands after doing a healing. Uh-huh. I've just learned to be pretty careful. Yeah. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. And I think between doing different things energetically, you know, when you're doing healing, you shouldn't be, for example, you shouldn't be eating while you're doing the healing. You shouldn't be like one hand, I'm doing a healing and I'm eating my donut and drinking my coffee in between. You know, don't uh -huh. do so something really like a focused, like we're sitting down for 20 minutes and putting all other distractions away and just doing this. Right. You want to be thinking of moving energy, moving in a certain way, being clean about it. So, you know, uh -huh. don't be like, oh, I'm going to vape between, you know, sending energy or, or I'm going to be eating or something like that. Don't do anything like that. Right. We're not trying to give someone a do donut craving. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of more like you stop doing healing and then you start taking in something into your body and you might reverse the process and take in some of their stuff. Okay. You know, you, you lose your focus in a way, in a, in a way that's not helpful for you. Gotcha. Because you did get permission to, to connect to them but you also need to do it properly. Yeah, when it when we're done doing these healings, do we need to do anything to like disconnect from them? Well, no, if you say you're done when and the angels say you're done, then I say, well, disconnect and wash your hands, so that will disconnect you. Okay. And then just put them in a in an envelope, in an individual envelope, and I just keep everybody in a file. 
So then if I ever want to go back, if someone later says, boy, that made a difference, you know, what happened? What did you do? I could just pull it out and say, well, I saw this and I saw that and I put, you know, gold gauze around your head and, you know, whatever. And you have some notes. Cool. And if you get feedback and, and you can, you know, put the f- feedback down. And here's the thing. Sometimes when you are doing healing, you may not get a lot of feedback. And sometimes you might even get negative feedback. And then a long time later, that can all turn around. I've had people say, oh, that did nothing. And I don't know. I don't even know why I did that. That was a complete waste of time. And then like two weeks or a month later, they go, wow everything changed and i think it was from what you did i don't know why but now now i feel different about it <laughs> so uh, you know don't worry about that uh-huh yeah it's more just like a trust if you say that you're doing it then the angels are making it happen for you and yes it'll all work out and any love and light that you're putting out is never a bad thing right it's never a bad thing it might just be the one thing to tip it over it's like that, that man that I worked on in Brazil, he had been to healers for years for this big tumor on his arm. I started to work on this tumor and, and the tumor was about the size of a cantaloupe and was not small. It was huge. Yeah. And I worked on it for about a minute and the angel said, that's, I felt the energy go into it. I felt this big charge go into it. And the angel said, stop. Yeah. And I said, I think we're done yeah and he <laughs> he was kind of like whoa okay whatever you know but he was praying <laughs> like one minute you can't spend a couple more minutes on me <laughs> no i mean the angel said to stop we have to stop now and he's like okay whatever you know he was very polite but then six months later he sent me an email and said it just started shrinking immediately and it was completely gone yeah awesome so just trust what you get and and trust your angels they know what they're doing they really appreciate that you're finally doing something it's going to make (laughs) (laughs) they've been waiting frustrated for something to happen there's a lot of sick people out there you know the angels can't do it they need permission they can't just go around and randomly heal these people but if you get permission and then you ask them to help yay team yeah (laughs) (laughs) so there's no downside the unless you consider spending 10 or 20 minutes doing that instead of watching netflix a downside there is no downside right and you know a year or six months or maybe five years i don't know maybe two months from now you might become a very accomplished healer I see what you're doing. You're just trying to get me to take over the chakra readings for you. (laughs) Got it. One. (laughs) It all makes sense now. (laughs) Well, someone said to me, I'm so worried I won't have any clients. And I said to them, I'm worried that a million people will want to read. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yes, I need to train up a lot of people here. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great if we had 100,000 people that knew how to do chakra readings and doing healing for people and everyone was starting to transform? 
I mean, I think we'd have a lot uh, healthier and happier communities around the world. So I think that would be a good thing. Okay, well, everybody go out and buy white paper. (laughs) (laughs) Can this be a thing in your journal? Can it be, you know, lined paper, mom? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, when I first started doing it, I did it on graph paper. So I suppose, yeah, it could be. (laughs) Okay, any paper. (laughs) Any paper. Great. (laughs) Any paper. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now we're all set. Now we just got to go out and try it. That's right. Become who you were meant to be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And let us know. Yeah. Let us know how your healings are going and if you get any feedback and uh, what you discover. We'd love to put that on for other people to hear and we'd love to know. Yeah, call it in. Tell us how it's going. There's a link in this podcast description. And yeah, I had a man this morning who called me. He had done his first one and he was spot on. He actually was able to tell exactly where the person had been having trouble and weakness and several things. Um, He was absolutely spot on. Yeah. First try. Very cool. Okay, then till next week. Yeah. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.